and I got Henny overflowing up my shop. Welcome to the Sports After Party podcast with me, Jezza. And Afo, we are bringing you the weekly sports conversations from across the globe. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. <sighs> oh, <wait. laughs> oh. Now we need more Vim. We need more Vim. We need more Vim. Nah, nah, and we're that. back. <laughs> back again. <laughs> back in your life. <laughs> it's sports <laughs> after party. Yes, Jay, how are we feeling, bro? How are we feeling? Bro, uh, God, I don't even know, man. Yesterday was dark. It was dark. Um, actually, like, guys, welcome V, V Fresh. Yeah, shout out Thank you. Well, Special boys, guests. You know. It's a pleasure to be there. here, boys. It's a pleasure. Lovely. Mr. Focus, Mr. Focus. Um, uh, not yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, we, we let's, let, let's not sugarcoat it. Um, yeah. Obviously, as a United fan, yesterday was bad. Um, it was very bad. Mm. Very bad. This is bad. This is very bad. <laughs> um, but it was lightened a little bit because of what happened to our Liverpool counterparts over there. V, how did you, how were you feeling initially after that? I mean, that's not something you're used to, surely. Do you know what? For me, I wasn't, I never, I was not angry at any point. <laughs> it got it got to a stage. No, I'm, I'm being genuine. Do you, if I you was were responding. Jeremy, you were responding. I wouldn't have been chat, on my but... phone, and you know that. When yeah, I'm not yeah. happy, my phone's away. Yeah, you were responding in the group chat. It was just what it. It's just what it is. I mean, we we didn't. We were we were rubbish. So there's no answers to anything. It's not like someone one player did rubbish. The whole team were crap. Oh, all right. Um, well, before we get too deep into yeah. it. Before we get too deep, deep into it, Afro, what are we talking about today on the pod? Of well, Jeremy, of course, you know, it's been a great weekend of sports. So everything from basketball, NFL and football. Um, so we're going to start off talking about the Premier League, talking to Rivesh about Liverpool, how much he loves his club and, of course, the results yesterday. We're going to talk about the worst defeats in sport. So that's everything from cricket, football, um, boxing. So all the big defeats that have taken place in sports history. And finally, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals and Jimmy Butler and his legendary performance yesterday in the NBA Finals. He's made it interesting. It's 2-1. Game on. Let's go. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go, this, guys. All right, we'll have a bit more energy now, a bit more energy. Yo, mm. welcome to the party. Let's go. V Fresh, what's it been like, you know, being a Liverpool fan for the last three years? Go on, tell us a little bit about that. Right, so... I remember when Klopp came in, I think we were in third year uni. So for those who don't know, me and Jeremy actually went to the same uni at Loughborough. The first years at uni, it was just pretty much all United. That was what, 2013, 2014. I think 2013 was the year Fergie left. 2014 was the year Fergie left, wasn't it? And you won the league. And then you guys were just giving crap to me all the time. Then Klopp comes into Liverpool, I think a year late or something. Then... It changed slowly. Mm. You could see what he was doing by the players he was signing. Before Klopp, we weren't signing rubbish. Then he started signing, some, like Mane came in. That was like something big. Then after that, as years have gone on, we were always had the ability to score goals. And then when, I would say last three years, the difference, well, the difference was selling Coutinho 
and buy an Alisson Van Dijk. That is just the difference. It's very simple. Sell one player, buy two. And after that, it's just been upwards. Like that year, we got the Champions League final. Year after, won the Champions League. One point off the league. The year after, won the Prem by the gap. Yeah. And I do genuinely think it was literally just that switch. Um, and then okay. his mindset and everything he's put into it. I want, um, I want to jump in, V, because as an Arsenal fan, I'm where what where you were at in 2013, where yeah. you know, you've just got a new coach. Maybe there's a little, it's promising a little bit. He's come from a great club. Um, how did you go, like? How did you handle that period of Liverpool just losing, not performing? Um, Before club. Well, you're talking about the days when you and Jeremy were um, in, what, Jeremy were in Loughborough together. Where Jeremy obviously was smiling more. <laughs> Had a lot more chat, was had more chat in the group chats, all that kind of stuff. All of a sudden, it's not around no more. So tell me yeah, about that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it, it, it was en- more entertaining because I could get along with my friends. Like we could talk about things we had in common, just yeah. both being crap. <laughs> I feel like a lot of my friends now don't really entertain my chat because it's just W's chat only. I remember a conversation me and Jeremy had, and this is, and you'll know what. I think Jeremy will know what I'm going to say here. It was when um, we were comparing Klopp and Jose Mourinho when Mourinho was at United. And Jeremy said, we, I, I remember this, we were at Pure Gym on the bike, just having a nice little cycle. <laughs> and he goes, V. Wait, we're Virgin Active now, by the way. We've upgraded still. Oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different now, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jeremy goes, We'll base Klopp after his first year, his first full year, and we'll see what, compare it to Mourinho. And I think a couple months later, Mourinho, I think Mourinho got sacked or something like that. No, and then, no that's incorrect. What, you, you, what you're happened? Wrong. No. Mourinho, then, Mourinho went yeah. on to go win the Europa League oh. and finished second in the league. He also won the EFL. I mean, what, what I mean, that's comparing that to your first year, to Klopp's first year, it's light and day. Yeah. Right. But Mourinho, he's not around no more. He's not. not. Klopp came good. Like, and that's, Afo, back to your question. Those are the type of things, discussions we were having as friends. Um, but now it's, it's different. But I do get that. Obviously, you said we're going to come on to it a bit later. But yesterday, it feels like for the first time in three years, I feel like I'm on an equal playing level to everyone else. <laughs> the past 24 hours have been weird I feel I feel I do feel different <laughs> because I want you to explain to the people what this focused uh, mentality or whatever it is means to you because I know exactly what it is in reality um, it's cowardness it, that's it's literally about being a coward <laughs> and it's about celebrating after the fact it's about not being a real fan if you understand what I'm saying for example you have the lapo for, you, for, the, for our listeners who don't know who Delapo is, he's a Man United fan. He's part of our circle and he supports his team no matter what, right? He'll predict, he'll predict Man U, Man U wins and he doesn't care, um, you know, about, to be fair, he doesn't oh, care yeah. about facts or whatever, right? But V will be quiet the whole game. He'll be quiet the whole game. He doesn't, he doesn't I asked him, hey, V, who's going to win the league this year? I'm just focused on my next game. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a Liverpool fan Listen. who won the league last year by a country mile. They signed additional players. 
And now he's still afraid. He's still afraid, people. He's afraid to say that Liverpool are the favourites to win the league because if they don't, people will ridicule him. All right? I just want to make that very clear to everybody in the pod right now. But, B, explain what focus means. Wait, Jeremy, are you done, yeah? I'm done. I'm done. Are you done? All right, I'm okay. Done. So, let's relate. Okay, I'm going to answer your question. So, Afa, you asked me, how's it been the last three years, right? Yeah. The last three years, this is when the focus started. Right. So, you said, oh, you asked me a question about this three years because three years, Liverpool have been top top tier they won all the best trophies top tier right when you're watching your team just watch the game why do you need to be on your phone messaging everyone saying this why can't you just watch your club that's what i do and look where it's got me that's literally my answer jeremy <laughs> now let me switch it back to you jeremy why haven't you been talking in the chats in the past three years no, see, my 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 mind is very different so wait, wait, wait sorry let me just make it clear to everyone and your listeners, Jeremy, I've known Jeremy for many years, talks a lot about football Big. and United. Oh my. You can't, when he oh goes my. on, it's United through and through, United everything. But the last three years, he's not been around. Hmm. So, Jeremy, why is that? Uh, look, it's, it's very, 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 very clear, and I'll explain it to you right now. Um, when United were United, I would talk because I had something to talk about. And mm. I think that's only totally right. When you're winning, just like you're just like you're experiencing right now, you yeah. should be able to talk, right? And you should be able to enjoy yourself and like express it to the world. And, and everybody just has to eat it. They just have to take it. But when you're not doing well, so this is what Arsenal fans do. This is what Arsenal fans do. Why are you bringing up? They're not it? doing well, they still want to talk. They still okay. want to say, we're the best football club in the world, blah, blah, blah. blah. I don't believe in that. I believe that's wrong. I mean, that's yeah, it. And I think that doesn't show any knowledge or, or any, um, you know. So I support the club. I'm always backing them. But you won't find me talking reckless when we're in such a bad state. Yeah, but Jeremy, what you just said there, how I should talk a lot because I'm winning, like you did when United were on top. I don't want to do that because I don't want to put myself on that United fan level. Like, it's just... You got our own friends are still talking about when Fergie was still around about your trophies, your trophies for 2013. It's like, bro, it's seven years later. Yeah, I don't need to talk about that. I'm focused on my next game, and that's it. But I, I'm very confused. But Fergie is part of our history, so if they want to talk about Fergie, let them talk about Fergie. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, but it's not relevant anymore. That's my point. No, no, it's relevant because that's what's made us the biggest club in the world, made us the richest club in the world. And that's all to do with, with our history and Fergie and winning trophies, regardless. So if they want to talk and that about put Ollie at the wheel, sense. right? Huh? Did that put Ollie at the wheel? Well, maybe it had a little bit of it to do with him at the wheel, you know? Because remember when Ollie first joined, Fergie was um, his like counselor or, or whatever who would, you know, yeah, support. Yeah. that's why I went on that long winning run, right? Look, in my opinion, look, well. <laughs> Uh, look, V. <laughs> what, what, do, what do you what what do you think of yesterday? Let's let's go into yesterday. What do you think right, of yesterday? Yeah. Because so, and actually, Afro, from a neutral perspective, yeah. I'd be really interested to see what you thought. For me, Liverpool, and I, and I said it with V yesterday. I felt it was clear that it was just one of those games where everything was going wrong, and Klopp 
being this tactician, being this great manager, I felt that if Van Dijk wasn't going to take the responsibility of, okay, you guys, let's drop back. Fuck what our usual tactics are. Let's just drop back and let's just be solid and then we go again. Um, mm. So I was quite disappointed by that. And um, for me, I guess just highlighted, I guess, the cockiness of, yeah, whatever, like we don't care. But um, I just think it gave Aston Villa confidence because 60 minutes into that game, bro, I felt like Villa generally thought they might still lose the game. Villa, it felt like Villa was still nervous about the game and felt like they could still lose. So Liverpool very easily could have got back into that game if they were more disciplined. And it's funny when you think about what Keane said a few days prior, where you're saying like they're a bit sloppy. And I knew what he was saying, even though it was a bit reckless, what he said, but there was a bit of truth towards it. And you look at this game, like what, a game later, seven goals, like it's mad. Man, so for me, I enjoyed the Man United loss more than the Liverpool one. Like the Man United one was perfect for me, but I f- believe the Liverpool loss is worse, especially when full eleven, your captain's well, your vice captain is there in in Van Dijk, and um, yeah, I just feel like you shouldn't be losing in that manner. So it, that's what I'd say. Yeah. So I'll give you my go on, jump, jump in. It w- back to what you just said. It, so my first point, and this is not trying to defend my team's performance. It wasn't off at 11 at all. Alisson, not playing. Our captain, like you said, not playing. Mane, not playing. Those Alisson, three lose, players... Alisson, you lose 7-2? Hang on, where are we? Uh, Jeremy, where are we? I'm just saying, I'm just addressing, it wasn't our full team. And now our full team is Thiago in there. So that's four players. Strong that's what, team, 35% though. of my... That's like 30, 35% of my team, not there. Apple, okay, anyway, uh, anyway so my... So no, they should. There's to, no way that three-man midfield. Back. Your back line is there, bro. Like, there's no way. Like, back, really and truly, what Henderson, <laughs> Henderson, Mane. Okay, yeah, Henderson, Listen, Mane. If Henderson, was, if Henderson was playing yesterday, if Henderson was playing yesterday, that doesn't happen. That's that's not it's good a simple fact. Me, that's just not good enough because yeah. look. Anyway, wait, why, Jeremy. This let is me. This why let's, your let's, team can't win back-to-back prems. I'm gonna tell you that right now. This is why they can't win back-to-back prems because uh, sure your, 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 no, your coach only has one way of playing, right? And Which this is? is why, this is why in history, Jose Mourinho will go down as out of the current managers that are in the Premier League. Sorry, Carlo Ancelotti is the best manager in the, in the Premier League right now. After him, it, it, I'm talking about in the whole history of football, Yeah, going to go down as Carlo, um, Pep, uh, sorry, Carlo, Jose, and then Pep, and then, and then Jurgen. Because Jurgen only has one way of playing. He only has one way of playing. And, and how could he How could he not? Bro, how could he not change anything? Isn't that just like, how could you not change anything when it's going that bad? Jeremy, how do you... Do, I, I see what you're saying, but how do you deflect, defend three deflected goals? What do you want Klopp to do about that? <laughs> Bro, listen, honestly... Listen, I, so, I, so okay, I'll talk to you about my my timeline yesterday because it's quite funny so you know me I don't talk unless my team have collected their three points on the weekend I don't like commenting on other games but so I was watching the United Tottenham game in the background I was at my desk and watching my laptop and it was 3-1 and I saw our group chat and I was like you know what let me just go downstairs so I went upstairs it was 4-1 and I was like no I have to talk now I have to so I started, started talking um, and it was the, this is the first time I've talked pre my three points in the past three years. 
and it's come back to bite me. So then the game obviously finished, the United game, and then I sat down ready for my game. I thought, nah, surely not. I can't get outdone here. And literally from the first, whenever Andrian did that pass, straight to Grealish and he squared it, I was like, okay, fair enough. That's one mistake. Then they scored the other, fair enough. Then what, Salah got it back, 2-1. So I thought, yeah, we're in it, we're in it. And then it just went peak Tom. Joe Gomez, listen, he's done a lot for our club, but he was poor yesterday. Everyone has their bad games, fair enough, but he was poor, poor. Um, so I just think to challenge you on that one, just challenge you on that yeah. one, Joe Gomez, because me and you are going back and forth on that. So what, yeah. what is your, what's your genuine thought of Joe Gomez? Do you think him and Van Dijk, solid, that's your two defenders, you don't need to invest there anymore, mm. and you just move forward? I think with our centre defenders, it's always going to be Van Dijk. Last year, when Gomez was with Van Dijk, it's like Gomez is his little brother. Okay. He just, it's like he's in the Van Dijk shadow and he just does the job. Some games he does better than Van Dijk though, but I think if you watch the Chelsea game this year, when Gomez and Matic were injured, um, we put Fabinho at the back with Van Dijk and he yeah, was up yeah. against Werner and for like four one-on-ones, he was solid. Yeah. Werner didn't pass him. Yeah. And he actually played centre-back for at Monaco and then if Thiago comes back in the side, then Thiago can play the cent- um, the CDM where Fabinho normally plays and then Henderson Genie in front of them that's our full 11, I think. And I think Klopp, after the Chelsea game, has realised Fabinho can play centre-back. And after yesterday, it solidifies it. And I think that's what's going to happen now. But I do think yesterday, it was a glitch. I mean, that this kind of stuff doesn't happen to a team like Liverpool. And it's happened, fair enough. I think it's good, though. We needed it. Like, well, you know, you know then, what's interesting? Is that mm. before, before, was it, before Van Dijk came in, you guys were conceding goals was the weakness of Liverpool, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah right. And it seems like for two seasons, it's kind of solidified. But come the end of last year, obviously you had, um, obviously you'd, you'd won the league early, right? And then you kind of put your t- took your foot off the gas. You've been conceding mm. a lot of goals. You've been conceding a lot of goals. Yeah. The Leeds game. What was it? Three. That was a Van Dijk mistake as well. But I'll be. I'll. I'll be. I agree with you there. Since we actually won the league, I don't know what's been going on. I mean, complacency well, last year. Yeah. No, but yeah, Van Dijk. Arsenal it, as well. It? Remember the last season? Van yeah, Dijk, yeah, but there as well. yeah, no, I, yeah. I was pretty that bad. Was, I feel like that's been the beginning back. of his mistakes. The only game that we defended well this year was against Chelsea with Fabinho Van Dijk. Yeah. So, I want to see them more. Who do you think, Gomez or Maguire? Who's the better defender? Gomez. Uh, listen, Gomez starts. I, I have no respect for Maguire. Apart from the I, fact that he's a professional footballer and I'm not. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't have respect for him as a defender um, and as a... I, you know what? Man, I feel like yeah. I feel like Maguire has something... There's something there. There's no way I've seen it. We saw it for England in that World Cup. We saw it... That was um, a long time ago, Jeremy. No, no, hold on, hold on. It was a long time yeah. ago, but I'm saying that I'm I'm not giving up on Maguire because, and you know what I don't do about most of these United players, I'm that 
I'm not the type of United fan that's going to give up on them straight away. Like, I still think Daniel James has a, has a part to play in that squad. Um, I think, you know what, we, we don't have any... Cent- we're not bringing in any centre-backs. So, I think Chris Morning's gone to Rome. He's played fantastic. Mm. If, we, if we can't get anyone in... But I, I, who would you rather see playing right now in that in that center, in that, as a centre back, Chris Morning why, why didn't... or or, or Maguire? I, I'd I'd give Chris Morning a run out. I can't even lie to you. Um, but I think they're they're trying to sell him to get funds up, aren't they? Like they can get decent money from him, can't they? Right now, they can, they so can Rome it's, it's late now, isn't it? The window's about to close. So you want you want to do a deal where? You sell him and then you collect the funds and well, obviously you have to collect the funds. You sell him, you get the funds and you go and buy someone else straight away. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's all lined up, but because I don't trust this club anymore. I don't trust them anymore. They don't have they don't have the people in charge to really make these deals happen, really. Because we've been talking about, for example, Sancho. We've been talking about Sancho for a very long time. I thought I heard the deals were done. I heard the deals were done. Reload it. They they told they told me. <laughs> uh, I would say that you know, personal terms have been agreed, and what I believe Man United have done, which isn't which isn't United, they've actually wanted Sancho to go and speak and say, "Look, I want to leave now." They they, they wanted to put pressure on this kid, a 19-year-old kid, to say to Borussia Dortmund, "Dortmund, look, I don't want to play against Bayern. I'm missing training." Da da da. And then and Dortmund's not budging, and it's just a, it's yeah. a real big shame that our club has fallen to this level. Um, sorry, boys, I'm going to talk about United now. Fuck it. Um, so it's, look, time. it's time, it's time because when you think about it, this is what our club has done on several, several occasions. Now you've got, you've given a manager this team, right? You've given them the team and you said, okay. And you've given that you've backed them a little bit, right? So for example, I'm thinking Louis Van Gaal was a complete shambles, but if we look at Jose, um, Van Gaal did win the FA Cup and he, and he got us into the top four, but Jose, um, let's look at Jose, right? He, he wins the Europa League. He gets us to finish second place. He says that that's the greatest achievement of his career, getting that score to second place. And you know what? He actually might it be is. right now that we look back at it, right? Oh. And instead of backing him further, giving him the cash that he needs, they don't do it. And everyone keeps on going about where we spend our... We, oh, Man United have spent loads of, of money. They spend it wrong. It, you know... There's, there's yeah. no two ways about it. Man United have spent that money wrong. And then on top of that, when, when Jose, like, look, I need, I need this money to get these players, they don't, they don't do it for him. So then he has a shit run of games, he gets fired, right? Ole Gunnar Sol- my, my philosophy on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is that I was Ole in because I wanted Ole... Don't, don't laugh. I thought Ole was the right man in charge to get our club to be stable. To get us to be stable, right, and to be get get us in, in a comfortable position. If he and he did that, he did that. He took us to third position. Where how right, further? Right. Could, right. How further? Right. How further could that team go? Really, that was the ultimate limit. Getting us third in the league. Uh, to be fair, he should have won the Europa League, and he should have he should have done better in some of the other cups. But he got us a third in the league, right? For me, okay. If you weren't going to give him any more funds. Take him out and bring in Pochettino, that's someone that you think can take us to the next level. Because actually, if you look at this squad, since Ferguson left, this is the best squad United have actually had. If you actually look at the, the players, like before we had like Schneiderlins and Fellaini's and da 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 and people like that, this team actually has some quality in, in there. We have mm. a, a great midfield. 
um, of Pogba, Bruno and Matic. Um, Bonnie's on the bench. He'll come in and off. That front three is very exciting. I like Wambasaka. I like Luke Shaw. The middle, you know, the middle three, really, of the goalkeeper and the centre-backs are just shaky. Um, and instead of you to go and strengthen them, because really, if we got three big signings in, yeah, we would be pushing forward, right? And then I'd be so happy, you know, Oli, thank you. You've done your job. It's now time for us to give it to someone else who deserves it. I'm sorry, who's, yeah. who's more qualified to, to take us to the next level. And that's not him. I hear, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Jeremy. Back to that point where you said <clears throat> three big players. So, obviously, the Euros is next year now, mm. right? And as a player in, in Europe... And let's say English players. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about Sancho and Grealish now, who were linked to you. Um, those boys need to be playing week in, week out at a decent club. What is United's selling point right now to say Sancho come in? Because I know Sancho hasn't grown up thinking I want Oli to manage me the year before mm. the Euros, where I'm going to be on the world platform. Like, what what can a player look at United right now and think after just losing six one to Tottenham? Be like, yeah, that's the club I want to play for. I can't. Sorry. I don't know where. I can't see it. Yeah, I I, I agree that it, it looks it looks dim from that point of view. Um, I I would say that that you last longer than managers, right? And I feel like if Sancho was to join United, um, he would know that he's gonna he's gonna last longer than Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, and it's more likely that someone like Pochettino or someone's gonna come in. So yeah, you, you but then say, if, oh, if, why, yeah. so why don't why don't you just wait until he's gone and then I think. For, 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 for footballers, the opportunity to like join a club as big as Manchester United and have that have the, the opportunity to bring us back to glory. Like imagine if Sancho was to come to United, he was to absolutely kill it. He was given the, the number seven shirt at Man United, right? You think of yeah, the amazing. I don't place. think Sancho Sancho is your your answer. I don't know. You just said not, that. You don't need not, it. He's not. He's not. He's not, he's not the answer. luxury, bro. It's not the answer. Yeah. We know that. We know that. As 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 everyone was saying, as everyone was saying, he, it's so clear what 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 our um, needs are. But we need players. Mm. We do need players like Sancho as well because you need depth. You need quality. You need to build. Right. Um, people always say, "Oh, you know, you don't need that player." Well, we do if you want to push on. But the the, the actual vital players that you know the centre left the left side of centre back. And to be honest, right side of centre back as well. Even though Maguire, we spent eighty on. Jeremy. Oh, bro. I think your your problem with Man United is that you've the club is not run very well. So today I found out that you guys are paying over half a million a week on goalkeeper contracts. So you got again Man United have got money, so fair enough they can afford to pay that. But eighty k a week to Romero, then one hundred and fifty k a week to um, to Henderson, and then I think like David the guy that is on three fifty. So I think when oh, you're let looking me, at let that, me, let me explain that though because. David De Gea deserves every penny that he gets. Yeah. He has stopped our club from being relegated, right? Okay. I agree on that. Yeah. He okay. deserves okay. every single penny he gets. Yeah. Henderson, but but we're, we're very aware that his last two seasons at United have not been the most, you know, mm. they haven't mm. been the most um, electrifying, shall we mm. say. They're yeah. electrifying in the wrong sense. Okay. So you have, so we need Henderson as that backup. And if, if it gets too dicey later on this year, so how are you going to keep Henderson in, in, the, in the club? He, he would rather go on loan somewhere. Yeah. He'd rather go on loan and play. But let's just give him the 150 a week. Let him stay here. He'll be happy because he's earning a lot of cash, even though he's not playing. And yeah. you, you can, you can, he can see the progression. 
Um, and in Romero, if he's earning 80k, that's because he's been a fantastic second choice goalkeeper for us. Like for a long yeah. time, people were saying that he was the best second choice in the world. Yeah, so I, I understand that. That's 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 the breakdown of, of that. Yeah, but bro, that's, that's, that's why I'm highlighting the fact that I feel the club's not run properly because obviously the club's trying to get rid of Romero. There's no way you are trying to pay him as your third choice keeper, and there's no way he's saying. I'm happy to be the third choice keeper because that means he's definitely not going to play. So clearly the club's trying to get rid of him. The club's trying to get rid of players like Phil Jones. The reason why you can't, I'm sure, is because he's on a big contract. So I generally feel the club just chucks money at players. And then there's rumours that Jaden Sancho was offered close to 400k a week. And if that's true, that's ridiculous because what he's 19, 20 years old. When, when it's time for Rashford or Bruno to sign another contract... Can they get 400k a week? And then all of a sudden, you've got a whole wage problem where every single player is potentially on high wages that doesn't deserve it. And then that's how you affect the whole balance of it all because average players will start being on 150, 200k a week. And then your mm. best players will be on 400, 500k a week. So yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 I can't agree, you know, even more than that. Like, it's, it's so clear that our club is run extremely badly. <laughs> it's... it's and I, and I said this to on 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 a you know a DM the other day that the Liverpool is the best run football club in the world right now. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be very honest. The, man, the fact they managed to sell that you for how much was it? Twenty. Uh, money laundering, bro. Money laundering. Wow. Food. Wow. For Brewster. Yeah, yeah that's, Brewster. that's crazy. Twenty-four. Wow. That's crazy. Did you guys to get that for wow. I, I mean, what? This is the re- this is the sorry. Back to the point. The, Thank you, by the way, for what you just said about my club. I appreciate it. And I'll put that message to the management. Um, but this whole Jota situation, I am baffled how we've spent 40, 45 million on a guy who's not even going to start. That is, I've, it blows my mind, to be honest. That's, that never happens for Liverpool. If mm. we're paying that money, you're starting. But... Yeah. And then, but what gets me is in January when Werner turned around and said, "I want to go to Liverpool." He said it. He said, "Liverpool buy me." Mm. It's it's a known fact. That's not me. That's not me making up anything. That's a known fact. Yeah. We said, "I'm sorry, we don't have enough money right now," and because of COVID. And then two months. Well, that was what in February sometime. Then in July we spent forty forty five million on Jota. Makes yeah, no sense. I, see, I don't. I don't like the way they've. I don't like the way they've gone about that. I hope. Mm. But then they. But then. But then, like Jeremy just said, Brewster for twenty-four million. That is. He hasn't even made a Premier League debut. He hasn't played in the Premier. Yeah, that's not. Imagine that. Business. And then, so if you take twenty-four for there, and then Thiago comes in for twenty-six. I mean, we know who who you rather have in your side. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. But, I, yeah. I think. If you compare that business, I mean, it's, if I'm thinking some, it's in terms of football, the best run clubs right now, I mean, Bayern like Munich, Bayern Munich, Dortmund. I yeah. think Dortmund are very, very savvy with their business. Their um, model is sensational, isn't yeah. it? And you know what? Even like, let's let's be quite honest. I think Tottenham's done a great job this transfer window as well. Um, oh yeah, look, yeah. You know what? Actually, I think we should give some credit to Tottenham because, because we obviously we talked a lot about the woes of Man United and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Aston Villa have a fantastic midfield. They have a very attacking mind. Yeah. Um, solid. Attractive yeah. football. Solid as well. Um, and with Barkley on loan now. Yeah, to it. I, think, I think that's a fantastic move for Barkley, especially Brilliant. if he wants to play for England. 
Um, yeah, hundred. Going to have that that constant football there next to Grealish as well. That's 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 exciting stuff for Aston Villa fans. Agreed. And who, what's the name of the youngster that that scored the hat trick? Um, Watkins, Oli Watkins from Brentford. Oh, yeah. Great, great business from the championship, and that's going yeah. to, that goes to show that you know, you know, we shouldn't have this uh, elitist view of players in the championship. We've seen players like Jamie Vardy come through and absolutely kill it from lower leagues, yeah. and this Watkins kid is. Yeah, well, it's not often. I think it's, it's not often, bro. Like you think well, about often, but, you know, Uki, for example, from Norwich last year, mm-hmm. he smashed it with Norwich in the championship. Started very well the first few games of the Prem and then drifted off. That's a part of the reason why they didn't win the Prem. They couldn't score enough mm-hmm. goals. So I, think I, 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 I hear you though. I feel you. Aston Villa was getting lambasted for spending that much on a on a championship player, and mm-hmm. he's come good. But he know, scored the perfect hat trick yesterday, didn't he? Right foot, left foot. Left foot. Yeah. yeah. Should have made it four. Should have made it four. Yeah, I think Aston Villa are going to have a have a. I think they they're not going to struggle as much this year. Um, but Tottenham, I want I want to because I'm I'm I've, I've said it openly. I'm a Jose Mourinho fan. Yeah. Right? Oh, me too. Hundred percent. I, I, I love the guy. I and I feel like his charisma. He's starting to come. I think he's starting to get back to it at Tottenham a little bit as well. Um, yeah. Now that he's getting the signings he wants. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, imagine imagine Gareth Bale back in that squad as I well. I was literally about to say that. Like yesterday, fair enough. United weren't very good, mm. but Tottenham played well. And I imagine Bale on the pitch. (laughs) I'm looking forward to when that happens. Because you know how Harry, for me, Harry Kane, if he's not the best centre forward in the league, he's probably the best. He's probably the the number two or number three. Um, And one thing he does, he's so good at bringing other players into the game. Um, Even when he drops deep, I think Song plays so well off him. Because remember when Song was on the bench and they would always bring him on as a replacement for him or Mm. or later on. He's, He's... I'm a huge song fan, and if you add Wasn't it? Yeah. as well, uh, playing off those two, oof, that's that's scary for the rest of the league. That's really yeah. scary. And depth as well. Great depth. Sorry again, Afro. No, I'm saying they've got great depth as well. Like you've got you got Lucas Moura on there. You got Bergwijn on there. You have got Lamella. Um, yeah. I just think they've got depth, especially in the attacking positions. And Deli Ali, he didn't even impact the game really when he came on. Like he didn't really do much. It so. looks like he's staying now at yeah. Tottenham, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's done. Yeah. And he should, he should, he should stay there because that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's his club, man. He's but then again, what was it? PSG they were saying about. I can imagine Delhi doing up lifestyle in PSG. Okay, <laughs> buddy. Shops are easy, just walking about. When you're in them, man. Yeah, that's it. You'd fit right. Dior and all that. Right that's where I forgot Dior, isn't it? Uh, listen, lifestyle. I mean, <laughs> I mean. So okay, um, so thank you, thanks for that, V. Um, it was good to have you talking about that. Let's 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 go a little bit wider now on the prem. Um, just just quickly because we know we have we have other topics that we want to talk about. Yeah. But you know, you, what, what what do you see the Premiership looking like this year? What's what's your top four? Um, you can give us to you can give it to us in a specific order. Um, yeah. Go on. Um, I would say top four. I'm not sure which order. I've thought about this a lot because we're doing that list, Jeremy, on another group chat. I've I've said now. I changed it like five minutes ago before our chat. Liverpool, not in any order. Liverpool City, Liverpool City, want to jinx it. Um, Arsenal and Spurs. That's my top four. So no Chelsea, no United don't make it. No, um, I've put relegated. I think I put Fulham, West Brom. Can't remember the next other team. Um, and yeah, that's who I think top. But the thing is, the this year in the Prem. 
like I said at the beginning of this, how it's mainly been in the past two years, like two teams competing for it year in, year out. I do think this year, I've got a feel that a lot more teams are on a level, not level basis, but there's just a lot more teams up there. Mm. Just through transfers and things like that. And Jeremy Carragher said it well yesterday, didn't he? He said, this Liverpool loss has actually made everyone think about it and it's opened up the league and mm. shown that anyone can be anyone. Anyone. Yeah, anybody can so, Yeah. Well, I, it's I good. completely agree with you, bro, because that, 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 uh, not in terms of your top four, but in terms of um, that loss yesterday, because it happened so early in, in the league, um, yeah. I can imagine a lot of clubs are going to go to Liverpool and they're going to be like, bro, if yeah. Aston Villa can catch them on an off day, yeah. we, we might as well just start off attacking straight for off, off the go. Yeah. And let's see what, and, let's see where yeah. we can. And sorry to interrupt you there, but shout out to Leeds because I think they'll do well this year. Yeah. Against us, they pressed us so well. Their three goals were very, very elite. Yeah. Then I watched the game um, on Saturday against City. Um, second half, they were chasing the game. City were no one in the second half. Leeds were all over them. And I think they'll do well. well I'm looking uh, forward to seeing them do well. Do you know what club I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing going as well? Everton. Yeah. They're, they're an interesting one, bro. I think that I, when you look at their team, I feel if Calvert Lewin gets injured and James Rodriguez, then they're average again, bro. Like, Dupore is decent. Alan we've, seen, we've seen what happens when you have a, a, a fit squad for a long period of time, like Leicester did. Mm. You could, like Leicester did last year. You can make a good, a good charge for a long period of time. Yeah. Yes, I agree. When, when Leicester did start to have those injuries um, come the end of the season, like they, they fell off. But yeah. Can definitely see Everton staying close to the top for quite a long period of time. I think the I difference earlier, as I said earlier, for me, so, Carlo Ancelotti is yeah, the most I was just gonna say that. Yeah, he's mm. the most accomplished. Maybe he might not be the best right now, but he's the most yeah. accomplished manager in the league. Yeah, probably. that's the difference I think with Everton this year. They always used like when we were growing up, obviously, when United were winning all the trophies, Jeremy. And Liverpool would fight out for top four. <laughs> we always used to compete with Everton coming like Everton used to be around fifth, sixth. Yeah. But with now Ancelotti says it all in he's got his brand in himself. Like mm. he's a massive name in football and they've made some good signings. So they even signed another defender today. Yeah, ben Godfrey. Um, Godfrey from yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that will be interesting. But like you said, injuries, if Calvin Lewick gets injured, then we'll see. Yeah, but just let Moyes go as well. Him, Did you guys know that? Yeah. Oh, is he gone? He's gone to PSG. Yeah. What? On loan or fully? On loan. He's gone on loan. To Paris he hardly played, didn't he? Yeah, that's why it seems like a Duncan weird Ferguson, one. Was it Duncan Ferguson hated him? Well, yeah, probably. Well, I'm not surprised. Duncan Ferguson, there's something about it. I'm not even surprised he didn't like him, to be honest. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's gone to PSG. I think the only competition there, centre forward, is um, Icardi. Because the other forward has gone to yeah. Bayern Munich now, so uh, uh, it'll be an interesting one to watch out for. Wow! All right, boys. So look, we thank you for that, lads. We just talked about you know the biggest losses in sport. Yeah. Um, with with man with uh, Man United taking the big L, Liverpool taking the big L. Let's talk about some of the greatest losses in sports from a wider sense. Mm. You know, from from some of the different areas, whether it's boxing. Yeah. Mixed martial arts, cricket, um, basketball, wh- wh- whatever the sport. I want to talk about some of the biggest losses. So, 
I've, I've got a few here. If you guys want me to, if you guys want me to kick it off, yeah, jump in. I've, yeah. I've got a few that I thought were, were were very very large losses. Um, and when I say when I say the greatest losses, this doesn't necessarily mean you know Man United beating um, Southampton six one or whatever. This is like something that has a meaning to it. Um, so for me, one of the big ones was Holly Holmes versus Ronda Rousey in the UFC. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, huge, bro. Huge. And I, let me tell you why that was huge. Ronda Rousey was probably the biggest star in the, in the UFC at, at the time. Even, yeah. even bigger than Conor McGregor uh, on mm-hmm. the same playing field as him. And Holly Holmes was a former, you know, boxing champ. But Ronda didn't give her really any respect. There was a load of bad beef. Um, and she was, like, spouting nonsense about how, how they're going to, you know, destroy her. Her coach was like, Ronda's going to be a better boxer than her. Um, and honestly, when they got in there, in the ring, Holly Holmes absolutely destroyed her. And I think one of the one of my favourite moments is Ronda goes to throw a right hook. Um, Holly Holmes ducks in right underneath and Ronda's just stumbling across the ring, right? And then obviously she finished it with a beautiful head kick. So um, that was one. And then to be fair, that kind of tumbled um, Ronda Rousey's career out of the UFC. And now she's doing WWE. Um, so there you go. She's making guap though. She's making she's making. Oh, she's making that money. Yeah. Good on her. But you know yeah. that, that 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 was the beginning of the end. Um, before I, I won't go into my main one just yet. But any, any other ones that came up for you guys? I just, I want I want to go in a bit more into that Ronda Rousey one because I feel like she was the first maybe major um, UFC fighter where I was watching her fights or I was interested in her fights because she was dominant. And I remember from the moment she lost, I think she fought against her twice. They fought again, didn't they? No, no, no. So she Not fought against Nunes when she came back. Okay. So she fought no, no, no. and she got battered again. Mm. <laughs> and and what I remember watching that, I was thinking, wow, like anyone can get it. Anyone can get it. And how when you're at your top, you feel unbeatable. You've got all the aura. You've got the confidence. You've got just that, that cockiness about you. But when she lost and the way she, in which she lost, it made it impossible for her to come back. And obviously, mentally, from what we heard, she went into a dark place where she wanted to consider suicide and all that kind of stuff because of how bad the loss was. And mm-hmm. for me, it just kind of highlights how, one, how serious, I guess, mixed martial arts and boxing is and how important it is mm-hmm. when you're at the highest level to have the mentals, bro. Like, it's, if things aren't going well, um, and it's why I respect athletes a lot more with living in the social media era. That they can, I guess, being able yeah. to handle all the criticism and... Um, and be able to bounce back, especially from the losses. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Germany versus Brazil, semi-final of the World Cup. Oh, At the yeah. time, I remember watching that live and thinking, bruh, like, that's bad. Um, and again, semi-final. So that was significant. Watching all the Brazilian players crying their eyes out afterwards as well. Um, that, that was mad. So yeah, that, that, was, that was a big loss. Oh, right. um, Afro, Afro. I don't think you, I don't think you've done that one justice because that's actually my number one loss in the oh, really? entire... Of, of my my time watching sport, that yeah. is the biggest loss that I've seen, and I'll tell you why. That was a Brazil World Cup, right? Yeah. They were in Brazil. They were in Brazil. Yeah. You know, July eighth, two thousand and fourteen. All right, this was the semi-finals, the semi-finals of the World Cup. Big deal. And if 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 uh, if that Brazil team won that game, I'm sure they probably would have gone on to win the whole thing, right? But. They, there was so much pressure on them to win it. And when was the last time that Brazil yeah. won the World Cup? You know, that's their trophy. That's the yeah. that's what we recognise them as, right? Um, and really, and imagine that final of Argentina versus Brazil. 
you know, and we had the wonder kid, Neymar. Um, and when, actually, when you look at Neymar in comparison to Messi and Ronaldo um, in, in terms of international career, he's actually blowing them out of the water as well in terms of yeah. his proficiencies for, for Brazil. He was injured for that one, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And do you remember the tears? Do you remember that video where he was crying? That was a dirty challenge, though. It was, it was. That was a dirty challenge. It was. So, for me, because of the pressure, because it was on your home turf, um, because of the expectation, and losing by that margin, it wasn't even close. Um, yeah, that Germany 7, Brazil 1 was definitely my... Uh, my top loss in, in, in my time watching sport. But you, yeah, you that is, no, that's a big that's a big one. I do think yesterday's result is pretty big though. Villa big stayed one. up what by one point, the Liverpool Villa. Yeah. Villa stayed up by one point last year. Liverpool won the league by like so many points. The year before we won Champions League, the year before Champions League final like, we've been up there in terms of Europe's best. And to see that score, mm. that's a big even though like Jeremy said the United Arsenal didn't really mean a lot. Yes, they didn't mean a lot, but that's still a massive loss. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right, and I, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll happily tell you about. Um, yeah, Aston Villa just managed to stay up by the skin of their teeth, and then they came back and spanked the champions. That's uh, exactly. That, I mean, you saw that WhatsApp video I shared where it's just got that man went. That was good, man. That was good having V Fresh on the pod. Nice, man. That was, that was a nice one. That was a nice one. What, yeah. what, what, are, we, what, are, we giving, what are we giving to them next? Well, we're going to finish off talking about the NBA finals. Um, we thought that it was done, if we're being quite honest, didn't we? We thought it was game over. We thought Guaranteed. <laughs> What's it? You know, we, found, we thought that finally the brush that Charles Barkley's been using um, would actually come into play and we would have a sweep. But... Jimmy Butler had other ideas, bro. He had other ideas. I mean, one of the all-time great legendary. NBA Finals performances. Yep, yep, legendary, bro. Um, and I think it's a testament to how great LeBron has been as well. Like, no other player has ever outscored him, out-assisted him, or rebounded him in the Finals ever. So, um, I guess that's just highlights how great LeBron has been in his career. But at the same time, the performance was needed by Jimmy. You know, he's out with two of his best teammates. They're not there. They're not around. Um, they needed they needed to win this game to keep their hopes alive. And he managed to have a near-perfect game with a triple-double. And, yeah, man, I think when, when you think about the Miami Heat putting the team, putting the Lakers into foul trouble with Anthony Davis, that threw him off his, I guess, off his journey and his path a little bit. Um, but, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy was fantastic. And then even the trash talking, man, I love that. I love that. Like, LeBron was saying to him, like, yo, it's done. Um, and then he said, no, 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 no. LeBron, no, it's done. No, it's done. And for me, <laughs> I think that's something that's not a part of our game in basketball anyway. Um, it's the trash talking. And I think that's a part of the entertainment. Like, even the people might think it's classless, but I think that's a part of the entertainment. And sports is meant to be entertaining. So... Um, shout out to the Miami Heat they've kept it alive they've kept it interesting um, LeBron James and AD have to come out in game four and try and handle their business but um, yeah definitely makes it interesting and I guess highlights Jimmy's qualities and I guess his greatness mm. I mean and just to highlight that really um, Jimmy Butler scored or assisted on 73 points 
you know, that's tied for the second most in NBA Finals game, uh, in, in an NBA Finals game, which is, which is, which is huge. I mean, Walt Frazier had 74. Um, and if you compare those 40-point um, scoring triple-doubles um, to, to other players, you, you've got people like um, the logo, Jerry West, um, and then you've also got LeBron James himself. So, and, and both of those were on losing efforts as well. So, that, I think that shows you how, how incredible Jimmy Butler is. And I think people forget about how he can actually turn it on. Um, and let's, let's be honest, Jimmy Butler probably is not going to be a Hall of Famer unless he wins a ring. Um, um, I, to be honest, bro, I think if we can keep making it to the finals or get close, I think, I, I think it's a possibility. Like, he's, come, he's, gone to my, he's gone to Miami, and what he's been able to achieve with that team is unbelievable. It's great. So, um, I, I don't know. We'll see how this finals plays out. But I, mm-hmm. I do believe that he might not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I think in terms of the greatness of his career and what he's achieved, when you think about where he's come from, um, we'll see what Miami does over the next few years. <sighs> I, think, I, think there is a, I think there's a chance. I think there is. I think there is a chance. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, 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 we won't come on to go into that just yet. Yeah. But I'm. I'm just excited to see. You know. I think Bam going to be back for for tomorrow's game. We're also going to see. Well, I mean, I think that there was talks about Dragic um, coming back into the squad as well, and seeing a full strength. To be fair, there's no way. There's no way he's going to be at full strength considering his foot injury. But if they manage to get Bam in as well, I mean, consider, look, that Anthony Davis only had 16 points that game. And if he continues to only have 16 points, that's a lot of workload for LeBron and the rest of the guys in the team. Um, and really, where Bam's not on the field, we should be expecting um, Anthony Davis to be scoring in the 30s every single game, right? So yeah. that's, that, that's, that's a worry for me um, if, I'm, if I'm a Lakers fan. But... I'm, I'm still expecting uh, the Lakers really to come back and bounce back and, and to be honest, win, win the remaining two games, if I'm going to be quite honest with you. Um, I yeah. think Jimmy's going to try and make it as interesting as he can. Um, he's a real dog. He's, I think it's, if you look at players that really personify Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat and that work ethic, right, and then that hard, dogged mentality – can't think of many more players in the league who represent that better than Jimmy Butler. Someone we have to shout out from yesterday's game is Markeith Morris, who stepped, played a lot more minutes because of AD being in foul trouble. He got 19 points yesterday. So I think that was impressive. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, the, the, the problem with the Lakers is, is, is Green, you know? Um, Danny Green seems to be... Um, yesterday had two points. Like, if you're, you're meant to be the shooting guard, Ideally, you're meant to be doing a bit better than that. Um, defensively, he's doing okay. He's, he's doing all right. But you think about if he shot a bit better, probably the Lakers win that game. And it seemed to me like LeBron, normally you would think LeBron would just take over the game and just start shooting at a rap, like a massive rate, maybe take like 30 shorts, shots, 35 shots. But I feel he felt, let me try and see if I can get anyone going as well and see what we can do. And he wasn't able to get anyone going, um, apart from Marquise, I guess, who did well. Rondo did okay. Um, Kuzma shot, shot decent, 6 of 13, 19 points again. So, for me, the Lakers need more scorers because no one else got above eight points. No one else got above eight points, bro. 
So, yeah, that, that, and that's a problem. That, that, that is a big problem. You, like, you think about it, both your guards are getting six points. That, that is a big problem. And to be fair, in the first two games, you know, the Lakers had really big shooting nights, didn't they? And um, big nights from, from three, yeah, especially that first game. And that's really not the Lakers' game. They're not a very good three-point shooting team. Yeah. And the fact that they were hot from that from that point in the uh, on on the court, from that point in the court shows that that maybe that was you know a blip and something that the Miami Heat can hang their hat on, saying like, look, they're not a very good three-point shooting shooting team. If we get at them early, we could we can really make a game of it. We can make it rough. We can make it tough. And I think one thing we saw in game two was that they were they were just getting out out muscled. They were they were too the Lakers were too big, too physical. Um, AD was having his way with everyone then you have Dwight who's bigger and stronger than everyone um, and I think the Miami Heat really really uh, muscled up this game and, and, and were very physical so that was another reason why they, they got back into it but I'm, 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 looking, I'm, I'm just excited we have a series now man because uh, nobody I don't think anybody really wants to see a sweep unless you're a Lakers fan in yeah. the NBA finals no, no one wants to see that oh, bro. we've done another one Another one in the books. Another one in the books. Let's Jamie. do this, people. Jamie. Thank you guys for listening. Obviously, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, we're, we're on all the, the podcast platforms. So, you know, follow us. Hit subscribe as well so you get notifications for when we launch our next episodes. Guys, welcome to the party. I'm a different type of rock star. I've got class and I've got Henny overflowing up my shop glass. And yeah, I know I'm not a keeper, but can you be my mama's heater by the time I'm done with this tequila? Because I'm a different type of rock star. I've got class, but don't ask about my past because I've got scars. And yeah, it's hard to understand.